Hey, what's up? Hello, it's Mary. Welcome to another episode of Melanated and Caffeinated. So, hope you guys are doing well. It's a little chilly here. It's finally fall in North Carolina, so I'm bundled up in a little blanket. I forgot to make coffee, but that's fine. Um, so last week was, well, maybe maybe it's two weeks ago, was the one-year anniversary of my blog, Melanated and Caffeinated. <clears throat> Excuse me, the blog, which then turned into a podcast. I haven't written anything in a while. I mean, technically, I still have a blog, but it just hasn't been updated. Anyway, uh, I think October 17th or something was the one year anniversary of me writing my first post. So I figured like, oh, let's send in some listener questions. And I got two. So number one, y'all are terrible and y'all don't listen to instructions or maybe you just don't like me very much. And that's kind of sad, too. So I don't know what to be more sad about Do people not like me or people just don't follow directions. But the two people who did, I'm going to shout I'm going to shout them out. Ashley and Takara, you guys rock because you actually sent me questions and I'm going to answer them right now and everybody else can be jealous because if I had some sort of gift or prize or t-shirt thing, you would get one. So I'm going to file that back in my memory for when I actually start doing that. You know, how much does it cost to screen print t-shirts? Probably not that much. So when I get that ball rolling, Ashley and Takara, I'm going to get y'all t-shirts. Boom. Write it down. Remind me because I'll forget. But my first question came from Ashley and she said, when do you feel most free? And I said, "Ooh, girl, that's a good question. Um, I think I have two times where I feel most free. Um, when I listen to music, I feel really free. When I listen to music. I don't know. I think a lot of people have this, so it's not, <laughs> it's not that uncommon, but um just listening to music and letting go and just focusing on something else besides daily struggles you know so I love music I listen to music every day it's great and that's one way that I can feel free another way that I feel free and this kind of um bleeds into the second question is um when I read books so perfect day for me is sitting on the porch I live in the south so I love a little porch sitting sitting on the porch um with a book a good book and a glass of wine and my phone on vibrate or sometimes even still in the house because I just don't want to be bothered and just sitting there and drinking and reading and going to a completely different place or in some cases a completely different time I read a lot of historical novels so that's another way I feel completely free and I hate that since I had my son I haven't been able to read as much as I would like and so it's taking I'm a little bit slower now at finishing books so I'm trying to get back to that place where I can you know I can read a book in a couple couple days you know so but those are good that's a good question thank you Ashley and then the second question was from Takara and Takara said what are you reading now so I have two answers what I'm almost done reading and what I'm about to start reading so the book that I'm almost done reading is The Cadaver King and the Country Dentist, A True Story of Injustice in the American South by Radley Balco and Tucker Carrington. So basically, that this book is about the medical legal system in Mississippi and how over the course of, 
I say most of the 20th, 20th century, um, that system has failed many poor black Americans um, because they just didn't care. People weren't investigating the deaths like they were supposed to, especially in the Jim Crow era. If a couple people, couple black people got lynched, nobody could figure out who did it, even though they knew who did it, you know. So a lot of it um, was put in place to uphold white supremacy and Jim Crow and all that bullshit. And it continued into modern times. And it features the stories of two men who were um, wrongfully convicted of killing and raping little girls, two separate cases. Um, and one was one was finally exonerated through like DNA analysis, but he still sat on death row for another six years because I don't know if you guys know anything about the justice in America, but they are quick to convict, but slow to exonerate. But yes. And I think the the other guy's case ended on a high note. I'm not sure yet because I hadn't finished the book, but it is very good and I recommend it. So it is called the cadaver King and the country dentist. Oh yeah. The whole point of the um, title is one was a pathologist. But he was not board certified in forensic pathology, even though he was telling people he was. And he was doing, I think at his at his peak, he was doing upward of like 15 or 1800 autopsies a year. And the American Board of Pathology or like the people who certify pathologists say you should do at most 300 to do them well and to be thorough. So that's insane. The other guy, the country dentist, he was a dentist. And I think he, he was a forensic odontologist, but he really advocated for bite mark analysis, which is iffy at best. Like it's on, I mean, it's kind of on par with like lie detector tests where like, I mean, I mean, well, lie detector tests aren't admissible in court, but bite mark evidence is just not, it ain't great. It's not DNA. It's not fingerprints. It's not corroborating witnesses like it's just not great but he was making it a bigger deal than what it was and convicting people who had literally no ties to crime scenes to these bites on people i don't know how many people get bit a year but it in mississippi for some reason it was a lot so yeah very very good book i recommend it it's really it's makes you angry at points but it's good and the one that i'm going to read next is called five days at memorial Life and Death in a Storm-Ravaged Hospital by Sherry Fink. And this is basically about um, Memorial Hospital in New Orleans in, um, during Hurricane Katrina. And I believe like they lost power and they were getting patients out late. And so some um, doctor, I think said a doctor and two nurses were accused of injecting some of their patients with life-ending drugs. So basically just going ahead and killing these patients that they couldn't get out of, couldn't get out or wouldn't get out of the hospital. I'm not 100% sure. I briefly heard about this during Hurricane Katrina, but that was, God, 10 years ago. So I don't remember what happened. I don't know if anybody went to jail about it, but I'm going to read this book. And um, Sherry Fink is a correspondent at the New York Times. So I think this book is the culmination, it says, of six years of reporting by Sherry Fink. So this is, I'm, I'm very excited about this one. Um, like I said, it's called Five Days at Memorial, Life and Death in a Storm Ravage Hospital by Sherry Fink. And if you're kind of getting um, the gist of it, I read a lot of um, medical history books. Like I'm I'm in the medical field and just something about it I love. Like I've read history of birth control and history of the polio vaccine and history of AIDS. It's a really good book I read about AIDS. It's very good. Um I have a giant book on the gene that I will probably never get to that, but I need to get to it. Um, 
Emperor of All Maladies. It's about cancer. That's a really good book. So yeah, I just like learning about med- medicine and the history of medicine and how things are why they are today and it's great so thank you guys for sending in your questions um i appreciate it you you guys really did well in kindergarten because you pay attention to instructions and i appreciate that um so yeah that was my two questions (laughs) fun times but um so my next topic i actually wasn't going to talk about this today and i wasn't really going to talk about it ever i never i never really have addressed it outside of like a few friends and myself but I am a black woman and I actually I think I talked about it in my blog but I can't remember I grew up when my parents were married we lived in a predominantly white neighborhood and I went to predominantly white schools and I went to a predominantly white college and so um I won't say I felt more comfortable around white people, but I feel like at certain points in my life, maybe I did, you know, um, <laughs> I have a distinct memory of being in high school. I think it was ninth grade and me and all the black girls were sitting around and I may have talked about this before. I don't remember. Um, me and all the black girls were sitting around talking about Jay-Z's new album that just came out <laughs> and they were saying how they, um, like with songs, they like the best, I think it was the blueprint, whichever one came out in 99. Um, and they were saying like oh i like this song that song that song and like just kind of going around the room and i never heard it i didn't listen to jay-z i didn't start listening to jay-z till i got a little bit older i just wasn't really into rap like that at that time so more into pop was really into britney spears and the boy bands and it was great and i loved it and i will defend jessica simpson to the day i die because that bitch is marvelous um but i like freaked out and i'm like i'm like what do i say like i like literally i remember having butterflies in my stomach and like sweating profusely i think to the point where i just excused myself from the room and probably ran home um so yeah and not not that it's been a struggle but sometimes i feel like you coming from certain situations and certain backgrounds you have to prove your blackness to people and that's what brings me to my topic um am i black enough proving your blackness to other black people and that shit's wrong, number one. Um, but I think, I'm not going to go into all of it, but I think a big chunk of it for me is the fact that I, um, for the most part, I won't say 100%, have dated white guys. And it's a preference, and it's not because I don't find black men attractive. Like, there are some people out here who are just like, oh, black men this, black men that, and they're very disparaging, and then this is why I date white guys. And, then, and a lot of black men do that, too, about black women. And I just don't give a shit, like... You want to date white girls, that's fine. But don't say you date white girls because black women are loud. Because I know plenty of loud-ass white women. My best friend is one of them. She is great. You should People should date her because she's awesome. But that's not the point. The point is I'm not going to put down black men because I like white guys. I like white guys because I like white guys. Like I, It's not a, it's not a hey, I hate black men so much that I'm only going to date white guys. Because that makes absolutely no sense. My brothers are black. My son is black. Um, I, I don't dislike black men. And I feel like people like to try me on that shit especially other black men like i don't think i've ever gotten that kind of pushback ever gotten that kind of pushback from white dudes they're always just very excited that you're showing them your tits but um i do get that a lot from black men i've gotten it from a couple here recently and it's just like i don't i i I, like at the end of the day it's dumb because one mind your business is always free 
and I've always minded my business when it came to what people like and what people don't like and who people marry and who people end up dating because it's one none of my fucking business and it's just like I don't if you're happy and that person makes you happy, like I don't care like it's just I, it's just never been a thing for me and maybe it's because I'm not a man maybe it's because I don't have to constantly like prove shit to people but I always have I have one particular friend you might hear this he may not I don't really care at this point who kind of gave me a hard time about it and like and I never really confronted him about it because it wasn't a big deal but it's like just stop like I just don't understand why you need to point that out like it and I'm the kind of person like I'll talk about like I talk about dating white dudes before and I'll joke about it and I'll make funny jokes and you know like a little like a little milk in my coffee like a lot of milk in my coffee but it's like the reason why I do that like one that's a defense mechanism like I will always make fun of me first and I will always do it better than you can because at the end of the day I know myself like you know it's it's I I love self-deprecating humor and I do it a lot not too much but but it stems from well you're gonna point this flaw out or what you think is a flaw about me so I'm gonna flip the table on you and I'm gonna point it out first and make a joke about it and you're gonna laugh and then you're gonna feel weird about laughing but it's like no it's okay because this is my life and I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do but like I don't understand why and if people want to comment on this you can definitely definitely drop me a line about it I don't understand why black men are so upset about it and it's just like I don't care who you date. Like, y'all out here dating women that look like big body Benzes, and I don't give two shits. Like, y'all date women out here, like... Like, my one guy friend who who had... We had a, a conversation about me dating white guys. His wife... I mean, she all right. Not, not to comment on people's looks or anything, but it's just like... Y'all just have, like, these very narrow views of women. And very narrow views of black women even though you say like oh she's my queen blah 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 yada 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 and like I just don't don't understand why you're trying to put that on me you got a whole ass wife at home but you want to be in my face asking me why I date white guys why is your wife why does your wife have an unnatural unhealthy obsession with the dead with the dead singer whose name I won't <laughs> divulge because that just gives it away but it's like your wife's upset with this this dead singer and she posts on facebook all the time and i know you know what i'm not even gonna go there not even gonna go there but the whole point is it's just like they're like he was this one this one friend i'll put that in quotes because this is a person that i don't see on a regular basis i see this person maybe once a year but found it necessary to jump into my instagram dms and ask me why i like white guys and that you know they really only want you because it's a fetish like i'm not 33 goddamn years old and i ain't read no fucking books and i know what the shit's about like i got it i understand the fetishization of black women in america and women of color in general thank you sir you've been you've opened up a whole new world to me because i'm just a dumb old bitch with the legs up in the air and i don't know shit like thank you sir you're you're too kind so basically this guy just went on and on about like that and Oh, you should date like a nice black guy, but not like a hood black guy. But it's like, uh, it's like, excuse me. You're giving me advice and it's, it's so weird. And it's just like, I don't, I didn't ask for this. I did. I did not say, hey guys, what do you guys think about this? Let's have a conversation about me dating white guys, which is, I'm totally open to do, but don't spring that shit on me. And don't try to talk to me. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing or I don't know what's going on. Like,
you guys are insane and i'm just it needs to stop you need to stop doing it to me you need to stop doing it to your other friends you need to stop doing it to everybody just because i like white guys or i date white guys or i fuck white guys because i do fuck them i know that makes you uncomfortable f-u-c-k-i-n-g i'm doing a whole lot of it with the white men um like i don't know what to tell you i lost my point i lost my point (laughs) i lost my train of thought spelling out the word fucking but like it's it's dumb it's like there's so many other things for y'all to be worried about and a lot of it i think a lot of it stems from with at least in my opinion at least in my instances and i'll i'll label this as my opinion because it might not be true a lot of times those guys are upset that you've passed them over and it's like well what's over what's wrong with me i'm a great guy da, 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 da. and i had a friend like that it's like well i'm i'm did i went to this school and i this and i'm that and i'm just like i'm not sexually attracted to you and that's what a lot of men don't understand it's like and a lot of women aren't like that but i am like i have to want to fuck you before i even figure out if i like you or not sorry we may not have sex for a long time but i have to know that that's what i want to do with you before i even start talking to you sorry like i like personality don't get me wrong but you have to look good and a lot of y'all don't (laughs) and that's why a lot of my guy friends i don't date and you know what y'all need to get over it because it ain't the end of the world oh so being black enough i think a lot of people um a lot of people equate who you date with how you see how I guess how you see yourself or how they see you basically because I see I still see myself as a black woman I'm gonna always be a black woman I'm gonna wake up black I'm gonna go to bed back black I was born black I'm gonna die black like it's just not it's not one of those things you change but I think people feel like oh well you don't get 100% of the black experience because you do this or you do that you do that and it's like that makes absolutely no sense like I could be fucking a black guy and if I get pulled over I'm still going to be scared because I'm still black. Which thing I'm going to tell the officer, hey, don't fucking shoot me. My boyfriend's white. Like, the fuck is that? Like, y'all are fucking stupid. And the shit, it needs to stop. And I am over it. And the next person that says something to me about that, I'm going to go off. And I probably shouldn't because at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. But I'm an Aries and I kind of let shit fester. And now I'm to the point where I'm just like, you can shut the fuck up. Why are you so upset? Why are you so obsessed with me? Why you so obsessed with me? Everybody knows lying like you're sexing me. I will never do that again. Um, <laughs> but I just, I've just never understood because that's not the kind of person I am. I would never think that. Hey, you're less black because your spouse happens to be white or Hispanic or whatever. Like you're still black. Like this world still is still gonna treat you like shit. Like people aren't gonna find out my boyfriend's white and be like, "Oh, Mary, oh man, sorry about all that racism and all this, all this bullshit we've been doing to you." Like here, sorry, let us, uh, let us clean you up and let us, you know, bring you into the fold. And it's just like I don't. That's not how it works. If that's how you think it works, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's that's not how it works. And I think people also think that people who date outside their race, specifically people who date white people are trying to like jump into like a different lifestyle i guess i mean you know what i mean like like are trying to be upwardly mobile i guess or like live a better life which isn't 100 percent true like a lot of the white guys i've dated have been regular middle class folks not like super rich you know powerful people but people tend to think that and it's like oh you just want the money and it's just like i could i i i black people make money too like that's what i understand like you you guys shoot yourselves in the foot with your rhetoric because you you go backwards or you go in a circle 
you know it's like black people can achieve all these things too and it is and if it was just about money like i would i could date a black guy with money i know black guys with money like it's not a thing and it's not a it's i don't know it's just dumb all of it's dumb stay out of my fucking business number one okay stay out of my business like mind your business is always free i don't say shit about the people y'all date and i could and i don't because i'm a nice person so i hope you guys enjoyed my little rant that was fun um if you want to become a supporter of this podcast please go to always forget anchor.com anchor.fm slash melanated and caffeinated you can click on support this podcast you can give 99 cents for 99 or 9.99 a month it's great thank you you are helping keeping keeping this podcast alive and hopefully i can do some stuff in the future like i said i need to get those two t-shirts out (laughs) so that'd be cool um what else what else what else oh you know tell all your friends subscribe leave me a five star rating and a review on itunes if you are able that would be great i love it and i think that's it for today so thank you guys have a good one bye